Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Okay. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. Be sure not to miss the following posts from our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Fourth Estate, Fake News and Deception. American Discontent, Faith and Fragility. Occupy Till I Come and Be Faithful. And you don't want to miss the WIBR Warren radio shows on warn-usa.com. Alpha Omega Fighting God, The Kingdom War, Part 12 on Sound the Shofar. Repent, Return, Rest, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 73 on Battle Lines. Peter's Epistles Classic at Warren Radio Series. Freedom, Faith, Terror, Gospel News from Warren Radio End Time Advocacy. And be sure not to miss these shows on Warren Radio for the week of June 14th through June 16th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Sanctified by Faith, Miraculous, Congo, Finding God, Persecuted Church, on Warren Radio. Thursday's Isaiah series, My Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 176 on Battle Lines. Friday's Revelation Throne of Iniquity series, He That Overcomes, Revelation Throne of Iniquity, Part 17 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising, The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, and the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of the Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. Now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? 
Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yes. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Well, here we are again, another week. You know, and I've been hearing people talking about fall, and that's not allowed. I don't want to talk about fall right now. No. It's June, and it's going to be July. And already I'm asking, what happened to April, May, and June? Yeah. So at any rate, we're glad you joined us. We are here in another broadcast of the WIBR Warren <laughs> Radio Advocacy for the Persecuted Church. Have a lot of important things today. We have a lot of stuff flowing out of Nigeria, and we have a short thing coming from the ACLJ, so it's important to understand what is going on in the world. And even as we do this, you know, Tower, we can see what's happening overseas, and we have radical Islamists that are slaughtering Christians. And then just with what's been happening since Biden been in, and an influx of people across the border. We have the woke, and we also have those that are getting sick of Christianity and Christians. So uh, believe believe this, that by the time the Lord comes, you'll be hated of all men as a Christian. Of course, many of them are planning to go in the rapture. I'm not dealing with the rapture here. But... Uh, Make no mistake about it. There are people in this country just as soon start shooting Christians as looking at them. And with all the border being open, not knowing who's coming across, you don't know what kind of enemies you got. That's right. And I guarantee you got Chinese agents in here, you got Russian agents in here, and you've got a number of others. Uh, Muslims? Yeah. So at any rate, uh, up front, occupy till I come, be faithful. This is a recent article. And, uh, you know, the first time I heard occupy till I come was from my pastor. How long ago was that, Tower? Oh, over 40 years, probably. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that's one thing we were taught. To occupy till the Lord comes. And in these end of days, it might get kind of sticky for you to occupy, so you're going to need the Lord. You're going to need to believe in miracles and signs and wonders and deliverances. Make no mistake. If you're a Christian and don't believe in all those things, I'm telling you, you need to learn. And you need to. I've been, you know, Tower and I are ones that believe in divine healing, the miraculous, and everything else. And I believe in these end times, there's going to be some things happening that the enemy doesn't expect because of the power and the arm of the Lord. So just because we're in the end of times doesn't mean the enemy is going to have full swing. We're going to be able to do some stuff as well. That's right. We are victorious in Christ. We are. And uh, so occupy till I come. Now that phrase is what we're talking about. It reflects the readiness of those who are Christians. The real question is, are Christians aware of what's going on today? You know, and I hear this more from preachers and uh, when I scroll through our, our various accounts, other Christians are coming up, other pastors and leaders, and I'm hearing what they're saying. And, you know, th- that's one thing that I hear a lot, and, and that is, are Christians awake? And this is not just from, you know, I've been saying this for a long time, but there's other people saying it, other churches, other pastors, other, other people. And and that's what we want to be saying. Are you prepared? Are you aware of what's going on? So at any rate. See, because today we're we're living in a time where people are so caught up 
on the daily events, it's easy to be caught off guard. Not to mention, just not caught up. But Tower, you know as well as I do, these events can be upsetting. <clears throat> yes. It's truly something to behold when we spend so much time in our own little worlds and we have no clue as to what's going on. And, and, and that's true. You know, you have a certain world and it includes certain people and people do this all around the globe no matter where you live. Further, we allow the rampant fake news to inform us. Whether it is true or not, people will sit there and be soothed into unconsciousness. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, that's true. That's not funny, but that's what it is, soothed into unconsciousness. Numb to it all, especially any warning of a new kingdom come of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, they're prepared for anything. But when you talk about the coming of the Lord, boy, they're really, they're really not prepared. They don't even want to hear that. Nope. You know, if you start telling people that, you know, there are people who don't like to hear that. Christians like to hear it. We are to occupy till the Lord returns, and we're also required to be faithful. Just before the triumphal entry, our Lord gave the parable of the ten minus. And after the triumphal entry in scripture, we find Jesus weeping over Jerusalem. One of the last things he said in that section in Luke 19, verses 41 through 44, was this. For the days shall come upon thee, that thy enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee. And they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Now make no mistake, when Titus hit Jerusalem and destroyed the temple, that's what he was referring to here. But the principle here, America, do you know the time of your visitation? America is not right with God. There is a lot of wickedness in this country, and we are proud of it. We have more pride than you can shake a stick at, as, as uh, you can say. And we are in dangerous trouble. And so there's some things that you need to read. So check out Occupy Till I Come and Be Faithful. Go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Occupy till I come and be faithful. You know, we've been occupying for a long time, Tower. Yes, we have. And you know, the first time Tower heard of, you know, what was coming, I told her shortly after we were married many, many years ago. And so she's been living with this, as I have, of what is coming. And folks, you need to pay attention. You need to wake up. You need to seek the Lord. Now we're moving on. This is the ACLJ. That's J. Seculo and Company. And uh, this is... Uh, the ACLJ is one of the groups that we recommend, you know, for you to support. Because he does a lot of good. Now, if you ever read their thing, I think it's down here. Fight the good fight of faith. That's what I think of them. Yeah. The ACLJ is an organization dedicated to the defense of constitutional liberties secured by law. That's over at aclj.org. And believe you me, Tower and I have watched them for a lot of years. And that's exactly what they do. And so the Biden administration is always trying to do something illegal. And the ACLJ is right there. And they're just one. There's a number of organizations that we recommend. But make no mistake, the ACLJ is one for sure. Now, this is from the ACLJ. 
This is truly horrifying. 90% of all Christians killed for their faith are in one nation, Nigeria. This is a genocidal nightmare. The world is deafeningly, deafeningly silent. And he says today we're taking urgent action. We have been warning that Islamic extremists pose an existential threat to Christians. Defenseless believers have been gunned down as they worship. Christian pastors have been beheaded or burned alive. Now we can tell you that's true because we cover this stuff every week. President Biden even removed Nigeria from a vital persecution watch list in the face of this bloodshed and the death toll went up. In fact, our FOIA lawsuit, that's Freedom of Information Act uh, uh, lawsuit, has uncovered the Biden State Department willfully ignoring the grim facts and furtherance of their old political agenda. Now this is common for the Biden agenda. Mm -hmm. Christians are dying. 52,250 Christians have been murdered in one nation. God, 52,000. That's horrifying. We can't afford to turn a blind eye to the genocide of Christians. We force the Obama-Biden administration to recognize and combat the ISIS genocide, genocide against Christians in Iraq and Syria. Now we must publicly force Biden's hand once again. If we don't act, our brothers and sisters in Christ will continue to be slaughtered. We just filed again in federal court against the Biden administration and at the UN to protect Nigeria's Christians. We also just met with key members of Congress and we are hosting a critical meeting at the UN Human Rights Council next month about this atrocity. It is our sacred duty to act. So go on over to the ACLJ.org, check out their petition to save Christians in Nigeria from genocide. And uh, read it, think about contributing to help because the you know, when what we're talking about is when you're in the state, like the Biden administration, they have all the money in the world that they seem to be able to use in these lawsuits. Meanwhile, Jay Sekulow and his team have to raise the money. So go to aclj.org, check out Jay Sekulow and his team, and help fight to save Christians in Nigeria. I think that's sickening. It is, very. Biden is wicked, and what he does is wicked things, evil. Now we've got another special insert. Pray for the husbands and fathers of the persecuted church. And I've said this before, that when you are killing the leaders... You know, and also the fathers and the, you know, of these families. Many of these families are left destitute. Now, this comes from globalchristianrelief.org. It's a former affiliate of Open Doors. Now, they split up so they could better handle the troubles. And so Open Doors still works, and so does Global Christian Relief. Now, it begins. It says, Dear Dana, there are so many simple joys of fatherhood. From holding small hands while crossing the street to running around with a giggling child slung over a shoulder. What a true blessing it is to be a father. And there's no warmer feelings in the world than when a son or daughter says, Daddy, I love you. But as believers, we know there are battles and struggles that come with fatherhood. It is not an easy thing being a dad, and for countless persecuted Christian husbands and fathers around the world, the challenges are even greater. Now, there's a Christian from Pakistan by the name of Saeed. He's a hard-working grandfather who toils from sunrise to sunset at the blistering brick kilns. Now, we've covered stories on brick kilns. That's why I urge you to listen to this. He makes hundreds of bricks by day by hand each day, all to pay off a predatory loan he was forced to take out in order to provide for his family. 
We also think of Rohan from Manipur, India, who is temporarily residing at a global Christian relief emergency shelter. He helped his family escape violent Hindu riots that displaced thousands of Christians. Now he's concerned about permanent housing and finding a new job and providing for his family's daily needs. We're grateful we get to partner with strong Christians like yourself, those who understand the power of prayer and have the capacity to love their at-risk brothers around the globe. Once again, thank you for your dedication to the persecuted church and enjoy the Father's Day weekend. Now this came to us, of course, around Father's Day, the day before. But I felt compelled to put this up because I want you to understand how dangerous it is for Christian families. How utterly dangerous. And those things that we take for granted in America, these people don't have. Now, the problem we have today is we are deluged by illegals that are coming over the border. But I would be hard-pressed here not to tell you that among those, you would probably find very few true persecuted Christians. Matter of fact, you'd probably find more enemies of America than anything else. And you would find more enemies of Christians coming across as well. America is losing its Christian heritage. America is also losing the part where we should be. If you're going to bring people in, we should be bringing in Christians that are truly persecuted for for their faith. Now we know for a fact from covering Barack Obama and those that came across, many times he would not let Christians into this country. They were Muslims. Matter of fact, in Minnesota, where Ilian Omar came from, she was one of those Muslims that came in. That's how come she got in Congress. That's the way it's working. And the Democrats seem to want to bring people in to replace Americans today. So America, you are not on an easy slope here. You are being threatened to yourself. So I admonish you to stop looking at yourselves and consider helping the persecuted church and getting involved. Now this comes from Global Christian Relief, a former affiliate of Open Doors. So you can find, you can go to Global Christian Relief or Open Doors or any number of them. And if you don't know who to contact, go to our website at warren-usa.com and send us an email or contact message from there and, and ask, you know, you don't know who to help, do you have a list? And we can give you a few hints. So remember this. And pray for the husbands and fathers. They can't be a husband and father if they're dead. We need to keep these husbands and fathers and the mothers and kids alive and safe. And we need to have political pressure to change these nations to where they... Stop ignoring the persecuted church. We've been doing this for a long time. And it seems, and, and you, can, you can see, you know, these nations don't turn around and protect the Christians. They always show up after the dead. You know, after the attack, after everything. Hardly anybody gets arrested and everybody gets killed. That is the Christians. So it's time to stop this nonsense. Because if you don't, it's going to be in your own shores. In Jesus' name, that's the way it is. Are you ready, Tower? Yes. This story is um, part one of two parts. Niger- another story out of Nigeria. Nigerian Fulani kill pastors. And this is sent to us via International Christian Concern, and it's persecution.org. One day, not long ago, on the eastern edge of Nigeria, Amara, her four children, her pastor, and a handful of others gathered inside a newly revamped cinder block structure and dedicated the space to the Lord. And with that, amid smiles and thank yous, Operation Poultry began. After years of recovering from deep pain and trauma, 
and struggling to survive and support her family, Amara has joy and hope and dreams for the future. ICC helped bring the hope with the delivery of 150 chickens with ICC's aid. Amara renovated and launched a poultry farm. ICC equipped her with an ongoing way to provide her family with nutrition and steadily generate income. The need, the need for this helping hand came after a tragic attack by radical Fulani mil militants in February of 2019. Four pastors were headed to show support and offer their condolences to people of another village recently attacked by the Muslim militants. But on their way, the militia gunmen ambushed and brutally murdered the pastors, one of whom was Amara's husband. To the militants, it was just a few more lives in a decades-long slaughter, depending on who you ask. It's estimated the four Fulani militants have killed between 50,000 and 100,000 Christians in the past 20 years and displaced more than 3 million. But to Amara and her children and the, their community, it was heart-wrenching, devastation and loss. The tragedy forced Amara in an instant with no forewarning into the role of being the sole parent and provider for her children. The economic conditions in the area were difficult and it was a struggle just to survive. They migrated west to a different state and was, with some financial backing from ICC, Amara had the opportunity to relaunch a poultry farm business that had run down due to a lack of finances. The, the day the chickens were brought in and the business was dedicated to the Lord, Amara expressed her delight and thanks. I am happy because it is something that I least expected, she said. I am so much happy about it. I am full of joy. My future plan and my prayer are that this farm will grow and be able to be a big farm so that anyone who wants to see an example, it will be an example for many, she said. And part two will be coming up. You know, I don't think, and I could be wrong here, but I don't think many people, not just in America, I don't think they understand how important this is. You know, she lost her husband. That would be so devastating. Especially overseas. And he was a pastor. Four pastors got killed. You know how hard it is to replace pastors? And I've talked about this. This is absolutely devastating to the families and to the work of the Lord. And these people get away with it that do this. And I have yet, really, to see any information, any articles, anything that tells me that Nigeria and the government ever really try to do anything. Now, related to this, we're talking about Barnabas Aid now, another ministry that we recommend. And this is a little discussion time. Tower and I are going to be talking about. Tower can add whatever she wants. But she knows very well, as do I, when we talk about true ministries working overseas. <coughs> See, the people that we're talking about and the ministries, this is life and death every day. And this is finding the products you need to keep people alive and find a way to get it to them without getting killed, murdered, shot, the aid stolen, or whatever. 
And so Tower we're talking about as the world seems to spin out of control with violence. We find the persecution of Christians. At the same time, the globalists push a new world order. And, and if that isn't enough going on today, then you have Christian charity in the name of Jesus Christ that goes on to get needs to people so they can stay alive. Now, see, excuse me, but Tower and I have lived in America for a lot of years. We've been married for a long time. The WIBR Warren Radio is in its 25th year. But we started in the ministries a long, 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 long time ago. The WIBR Warren Radio is part of our end-time ministerial reach. And I can tell you that without the help of these kind of ministries, the death would be even worse. These Christian ministries, of which Barnabas said, is just but one wheel in the greater outreach for Christ to the lost and hurting. Just one wheel. But they are celebrating 30 years of ministry. And I think, Tower, personally, that the outreach to the lost and hurting is going to be greater in these end times than it's ever been. It is, and I'm afraid that you know, I'm concerned about America because if America goes down, it's not going to be good for these ministries. A lot of money will be cut out. Well, and there's another thing. There may not be the food to give anybody. Well, that's true. And we've talked about that because they're predicting, uh, you know, a shortage of food for America. I got need. I got news for you people, and many of you know it if you live in America. You know we've always had food. America's always been blessed, but America, whether you like to hear this today or not, we had a country that was based upon the faith of Jesus Christ. Whether you think that is true or not. And while we got other faiths that live here, it was faith in Jesus Christ, precisely what our forefathers came here. Yes, and they came right. here precisely to this land to get away from the persecution. And the persecution was caused by the Church of England. So part of this whole thing here, as an advocate for the persecuted church, I want to congratulate Barnabas Aid for 30 years of ministry. Yes, amen. That's, that's exciting, I think. And we can absolutely tell you that when we're looking for a place to put some funds to help the believers overseas, Barnabas Aid is one of them that we consider, and we regularly do that. Now, if you want to donate to these organizations, don't give us the money. We don't get paid by any ministry to announce their name. We don't take money for any for saying anything about these ministries. We do it solely in the name of Christ. And while we do have people that we know that are helping us with this ministry, we bring this up out of a love for Christ. And we have a love for the lost, and we have a love for those Christians that are facing some of the worst persecution since the church began. So go to BarnabasAid.org to find out more. 
And uh, there's more to the article, but uh, that's just about a big thing they had over in the UK. And uh, one thing they do say here that I wanted to read, we have a duty to care for those who are part of the Christian family and community. And uh, I can't really pronounce his name, but he's talking about Barnabas Aid. Our ministry is to support, to strengthen, and to care for the body of Christ today. The Lord who has brought us here is a Lord who will take us forward. The Lord who has been with us throughout the years is the same Lord who will continue to be so as we seek to be faithful for him. The Lord has done great things. Only the Lord knows how many lives have been saved through Barnabas. Now that is Carolyn Kerslake, the International Director of Projects for Barnabas Aid. And she was outlining at this particular meeting just some of the 5,000 projects that are going on in 109 countries. Wow. That Barnabas Aid has undertaken. That is amazing. So the church is at work, folks. So if you're sitting at home and you're hearing this, join us. Join us at Warren Radio. Help us get the word out and give to organizations like Barnabas Aid and others because we mention their names on the broadcast because together you and I and all these organizations can do something to help the persecuted church. May God grant us strength and vision and faith and also safety as we go forward. There will be people killed, Christians slaughtered, because we're in that time. But a Christian who dies for his faith is a Christian that who is living with Christ right now. So we're moving on. Now we've got another one. This is an appeal for aid from Barnabas Aid. Now see, we've talked about Nagorno-Karabakh. And they've had fighting going on there. You know, Tower, I don't know why everybody has to be killing everybody. I don't either. I, it's just unconscionable. I just don't understand why people are so wicked and want to slaughter others. It, it's just very, very, very disturbing. I am so sick of the blood being spilled. Sick, sick, sick. And there's been times I'm overcome with emotion over all of the death and the innocent blood spilled that I just sit here and weep. That's right. But see, the one that is going to take care of that is the Lord Jesus Christ, who is King of King and Lord of Lords. He is the Almighty in Revelation 1, and he's coming back. And he is going to make things right. And every one of those who have been killed for their faith, he will reward and take with them. He will keep them. Now what Barnabas Aid is trying to do is provide sheep and help them to create sheep farms over there so they can get food and, and make a little money while they're doing it. Because you need money to buy food, to buy feed. The families and head of villages are asking eagerly, waiting and hoping for Barnabas to support them, wrote one of our project partners in the region. Brave and long-suffering Christians in Nagorno-Karabakh 
are cut off from Armenia and struggling to survive. It's now been six months that the Armenian Christian enclave has been blockaded by the Azerbaijani military. Now, this whole thing has to do with faith and who you are. The Laching Corridor, the only land access into the region in the mountainous terrain, is controlled by occupying forces. Our project partners want to help Christian families in 14 villages in the regions. Not only are these believers dealing with the shortages of food, fuel, and medicine, but some are living very close to territory controlled by those Azerbaijani soldiers who harass and threaten them. Since the 2020 war between Azerbaijan and Armenia, they have also had hundreds of acres of farmland seized from them, cutting off their income and making an already dire situation seem hopeless. And they've been in the news for quite a bit, and we've covered it. Yet, says our project partner, our will to live in Nagorno-Karabakh is indomitable, despite all kinds of provocations. Well, this is our home. Yeah. Can you help provide sheep to rebuild agricultural income for Christians? We are so thankful to the Lord that he has already enabled Barnabas Aid to provide 200 tons of emergency food another aid for beleaguered Christians in war-torn Nagorno-Karabakh. 200 tons. That's a lot. And as well as emergency aid, they're asking help for the brothers and sisters. Where conditions are suitable for sheep rearing, Barnabas is giving two or three ewes per family brought from other farmers within Nargano, Karabakh. This is what the village heads and village families are so eagerly waiting for. Barnabas supplied sheep and other livestock in 2022 to boost agriculture in the local economies, and families need continued provision to support themselves. Can you help, they ask. So be sure to check this out at Barnabas Aid. BarnabasAid.org You know, that's... You know, there's always a lot of help that these people need. And you know what I think of? I think of all of the millions that George Soros has spent to overthrow America and other nations. I think of all the millions that even other billionaires and other people are spending to stop Trump from making America better because they don't want America better. I think of the billions that Joe Biden is personally responsible for and giving to the Ukraine to fight a war. Just think, if we could stop killing one another long enough, just long enough. That'd be amazing. Yeah, what could we do? We could rebuild entire nations if people would stop killing one another. But see, many of the Muslims... Because they are a warring faith. That's what they do. But it's not just Muslims. Because there are radical Hindus and others. And so, check out Barnabas and help them. Support the believers in Naragano Karabakh. Now, if you have problems with any one of the stories, as far as how to get hold of them, you go to our website at warn-usa.com.
or DanaGlennSmith.com contact us. Now be serious. We want to know who you are and what you know. What you want to know. And if we can give you a little information to help you, we'll do it. Are you ready, Tower? Yes. Okay. This is part two of Nigerian Fulani's Kill Pastors. And this is another lady. Orissa lost her husband and her five children lost their father in the same attack in which Amara's husband was killed. Like Amara, Orissa also struggled to support her family after the death of her pastor husband. ICC knew setting Orissa up with a piggery would provide her with the means to support her family. A location was found, building supplies were bought, and Mason started constructing a cinder block pin. Once they were done, carpenters put a blue corrugated tin roof in place. Everything was ready. Ten piglets were ordered and delivered, and Orissa's pastor was invited to pray and dedicate the new business to the Lord. We did not expect this, but we thank you. May God bless you, said Emanuela, Orissa's daughter, who bears the name of her slain father, Emmanuel. And their name means God with us, and God is surely with them, despite the heartbreak and subsequent hardship these families have endured. God, who never forsakes, offers himself to them to bind up their hearts and souls, and he provides practical healing and hope through ministries like ICC that come alongside the suffering, persecuted church. Monifa, another woman, made a widow and left with five children that fateful day in February, was also deeply moved by the way she saw the Lord ministering to her family through ICC. All my life I've never seen the kind of Christian heart as exhibited by ICC, she said, because since the death of my husband, no one has shown up to render the kind of help I and my children have received from ICC. It's such a great assistance. Monifa was given what she needed to set up a poultry farm business. 100 chicks and the construction of a solid cinder block structure for her to house the chickens in. It's such a great assistance, she said. I know that generally life is difficult, but this help would enable me and my children to get, get other things that we would not have been able to. Monifa points out that her chickens are doing well, and she said she is thankful to the Lord and ICC. I say thank you multiple times. I am so grateful, she said. That's very tragic, but thank God ICC stepped in to help these families and support them. You know, these are tragic stories. Oh, I think they're horrifying. I hate to hear that, that these pastors are being murdered. But the thing of it is, through faith in Christ, through the Lord working through the body of Christ, you know, needs are being met. Now, there's some areas you can't get help, like to the Christians in North Korea or even in China. Now, there are people that minister to those, and there are groups that get into these places to help Christians. But most of it is a secretive process. But thank God. Thank God we are getting places. Amen. 
that there are organizations that do try to help. International Christian Concern at persecution.org Now, it's hard to believe how many people are getting killed over Nigeria. It is. Now, this... A church pastor and his wife were among the 43 Christians murdered last month as two separate villages were attacked. Now you have one particular pastor of the evangelical church winning all, it usually goes winning all souls. Him and his wife were killed along with villagers who were sleeping in their homes on the night of May 11th in the attack that lasted until the early hours of May 12th. This is what survivors told Morningstar News. Now, Isaac Dabu says, I write this with pain. As I have been to the Federal Medical Center almost every day to check on my people who were attacked by Fulani herdsmen and terrorists. And to my shock, no government official ever visited them in the hospital to see and assist them. Now see, this is typical. Yeah. And this is why we talk about this. And we find it in Nigeria. Nigeria is one of the worst. Also, India. No government official does anything because the government isn't going to do anything to help these Christians. These Christian victims have been left at the mercy of God with their medical bills piling up and no one to offset the bills. My elder brother was critically injured and is lying between life and death, he said. The question is, what is the sin committed by Christians? It's because we're Christians that we're being attacked and the Muslim-controlled state and federal governments do not care to protect us. Now, ICC President Jeff King said Christian communities in the middle belt of Nigeria have suffered a 20-year-long genocide. He goes on to say, where is the outcry, where is effective action? And there is none. And he finishes up, simply put, the time for cheap talk, platitudes is over. The world is waking up and asking, is the Nigerian government complicit in these attacks? Well, I think that's a question is already answered. I would say yes. Of course they are. Because if they weren't complicit, they would have hunted these people down and stopped them. But how many of these various groups are giving money to the presidents, the people who are running for president of Nigeria? Well, that puts the shoe on the other foot when you talk about trouble. Yes, it does. I just can't believe how much is going on in Nigeria. Well, you know, Nigeria didn't used to be this way. The Muslims and Christians got along together. But that stopped quite a long time ago. I think that really ramped up after the double blood moons in 2014-2015. I remember the day David Wilkerson talked about the ramp up of that before he died. And there's no doubt that this is definitely what's been going on. So pray for Nigeria, pray for the Christians there. And this is another ministry who, you know, this one, God, it's hard to believe. International Christian Concern, persecution.org. And all these people are right on the, right on the border. 
you know, uh, making it or, you know, being wiped out. And nobody, you know, and most of them don't have guns. They don't have a way to defend themselves. So you come in, you're a Muslim group, and you have all the big weapons and the motorcycles. They come in on motorcycles. They come in in four-wheel drives. They have machine guns set up, and they come at night, and they shoot into the mud huts and everything. And if the Christians walk out, they walk right into gunfire. It is a mess. How can you celebrate murdering Christians when they, you know, they get shot and they're not shooting back? Talk about cowards. That's right. I don't see bravery in the Muslims doing this. I see nothing but cowardice and bloodshed and out-and-out -out murder. And it's bloodshed that will send these Muslims right into the pit of hell. Or anyone who does it like this. Shame. And shedding the blood brings curse on ones that shed it. Shame. So we're coming down to an end, and don't forget to go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Be sure to read the articles, check them out, comment on them. Listen to the shows on warren-usa.com. We have got a lot of good in-depth series, in-time prophetic series, basic studies. Check them out. And we have a lot of places you can listen from as we as Tower detailed at the beginning of this. So Tower, we got a we do have a, a few moments here, so go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us whenever you do. And please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you and we thank you for joining us. It's always a blessing to have you here with us. We love you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Stay safe and look to him in all your needs. And thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, we sincerely are grateful for each and every one of you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget... We have a whole bunch of ministries here that you can contact, you can donate to. So listen carefully to the show when you listen. If you need help, again, go to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and contact us through the contact page. And we can give you the correct address or, or you know, where you can find them. Because these are the things that are going on. And it's just a matter of time before it reaches in a lot of other areas. America is right on the line right now. Matter of fact, this country is close to being totally overthrown. And if this gets overthrown and, and this stuff begins to come apart here, then all the money and all the funds and all the donations could conceivably be totally stopped from going anywhere because there won't be anybody left. So we need the intervention of the Lord God Almighty. Father, hear us, I pray in Jesus' name. Help us to endure so we can continue to get the word out and help these ministries endure so that they can continue to get help to the persecuted church. Yes, amen. The heart of Jesus Christ is with the believers tonight. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.